Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of The Unemployed Graduate, a podcast for millennials who, like me, have no idea what the fuck to do with our lives or career. This week, I spoke to Abbas Sajad, who was the first ever official lens creator for Snapchat in Sydney. He designs AR and 3D filters, just like the ones I'm sure many of you have used. And in this episode, we spoke about how he went from not knowing what to do with his career to being a personal trainer, to going into security, to illustration slash graphic design, and then finally to tinkering with AR and 3D models. So a really valuable conversation for any of you interested in design or augmented reality design. We also touched on some interesting topics such as his Lebanese background and what it was like going against the expectations of his very traditional family. Um, and also what it feels like to be the only creative in his family. And lastly, some of the very skewed portrayals of the Lebanese and Asian communities in the media. If you find this podcast valuable, it would mean so much to me if you could leave a quick review on iTunes or any other platform you're listening on. And lastly, I'd just like to apologize to Abbas for butchering his name constantly. Um, The previous guest, Michael pronounce his name as Abbas and it just stuck and I couldn't change it around so thank you so much for, to, to him for being so patient with me every time I pronounce his name wrong and so without further ado here's our conversation welcome to the show Abbas <laughs> <laughs> how do you say your last name I wasn't going to Abbas Sajad. Sajad yeah okay cool thanks for having me thanks so much for coming on no you worries. were just showing me your designs yeah and we were playing around with the filters that you made it's like so cool to me. Yeah. Like what you do. No, thank you. A lot yeah. of people, a lot of people are like, um, it's surprising. Mm. Like a lot of people don't realize that anyone can make these filters. Yeah. And I just saw the new feature where you can create your own, but it's yeah. still custom. Like te- they're just templates. Right? No, you can. Oh, cool. You can still make your own. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. You can still make this. your own. It's, um, uh, uh, just Google Lens Studio. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, uh, that's the application, uh, that you can sort of use to make Snapchat cool. filters and stuff. So do you want to like introduce yourself very briefly? Yeah. Um, my name is Abbas, as you introduced me. Um, I'm, an, I'm an illustrator here from Sydney, Australia. And I'm also an um, a official Snapchat lens creator as well. So I make filters and AR experiences for brands and companies. And yeah. <laughs> um, and you were just telling me how like you kind of fell into this. Yeah. You didn't know that because be yeah because a lot of a lot of what like where, like where i ended up today is by accident mm. a lot of it is by accident and especially like the snapchat stuff it's just started because i i think i i pretty much started because i wanted to make something for my friend yeah for his birthday party yeah, yeah. i couldn't go so i felt bad oh that's so, so sweet yes yeah, so i was like i'm gonna make you this 3d crown yeah, for your yeah. birthday and um i was on youtube I was literally on YouTube that week and I couldn't make the, I couldn't make the crown. Oh, okay. So I'm, I ended up making this 2D crown yeah. and it sat on top of his head and he loved it. And I yeah. just, I just didn't, I didn't, like I wasn't happy. But th- that's then, still awesome though. It's, it's still awesome, but I just like, I know how, how I am. I'm like a perfectionist. Mm. So I just started from there. And like, ever since then, I've just tried to like start from some like stuff, like very small, basic shapes through like YouTube tutorials yeah. and just try to apply it through lenses. So you literally self-taught. I'm self-taught. Maybe April last year. So yeah. April this year, it'll be, it'll be like a year yeah, since I've started incredible. learning 3D. Yeah. Um, and did, did they all love it at the birthday party? 
they he he loved it he loved it and he was like i didn't even know that you can make it and i was like yeah me too i didn't know a few months ago but (laughs) apparently you can and i did it for a few months and i did it for a few months and then i ended up breaking my laptop and uh just from the processing it was it i actually smashed my laptop like i actually dropped the laptop and um i had another laptop but it just couldn't handle 3d work because a lot of 3d like applications and stuff take a lot of like yeah. like ram and it's just like like little laptops can't handle it so mm-hmm. i just ended up like the sidelining the mm. snapchat stuff and forgot about it until about september yeah yeah and then um i think it was my my birthday in september and um i got an email from I, in my spam folder there's like an email from snapchat and yeah, I, yeah. I ignored it. Yeah, yeah. Did I you think it was spam? Yeah, I thought it was spam because yeah. it was like it was like <laughs> yeah. it was like um, uh, someone from Snapchat, and it was a full email, and they're like, "Oh, we want to speak to you." I just ignored it. I was like, "I'm getting scammed." Yeah. Then um, they sent another one, and they go, "We want to speak to you. We really want to speak to you." So I ended up like I risked it, and I I I, I, <laughs> I clicked on the link. I just like I was like, you know, you if, if it's a virus, you can. Yeah, exactly. And I ended up like just clicking on the link and I ended up having a um it was I was in a meeting with someone from Snapchat and it turned out to be legit and yeah. apparently some of the stuff I made went viral because in that four months that I was just making yeah because I was about to ask you how did they discover you yeah um I, I don't have a I, I, at that time I didn't have like a big following on Snapchat mm. like I only had maybe like 200 300 people so I didn't know how how the algorithm worked yeah, same. So, I feel like Snapchat is a mystery to it's me. It's so confusing. Like, how do you it's even so confusing. grow on Snapchat? Yeah, I didn't even know you, ha- you could have followers. I yeah. thought you could just only add with like... Anyways. Yeah, I, I thought it was more of like an intimate thing. Yeah, Adding same. family, adding friends. I didn't same. think it was like a thing where like, like, oh, Snapchat famous. It's not like Instagram famous. Yeah, you, know, you have those yeah. influences. I didn't so really with see. only 200 followers, they your filters went viral. Yeah, because um, I was just making stuff that I, I wanted to make. Mm. Like I was literally making, um, I think the first one that I made was um, a, uh, a halo. I yeah. made a halo, something so simple. Yeah. And I just stuck to like the simple shapes. Yeah. And like the more, the, the, like, the, the more complex the shapes, the more better my lenses got. Mm. So I made halos, then I started making donuts. Yeah, <laughs> and we I, just tried that one. I was out. just yeah, was I was just so like fun. playing around. Then I was I, I started making Dragon Ball Z Saiyan scouters. Yeah, yeah. And um and it just got more complex. And it's just weird because once you start like you just go down like a rabbit hole, mm. and you just can't stop. And I don't know why. I just I knew like I thought oh nothing is going to come from this. Nothing is going to come from this. Was it fun this. for you though? It was so fun. Yeah, because you're so drawing fun. from all the, your inspiration. Yeah, because at the at the time I had this massive creative block mm. with my art. I just like with I just, your illustration illustration though. I just couldn't oh. stand it because the work I was getting wasn't what I wanted yeah I was doing a lot of vector work yeah like a lot of just designing vectors for people and what, I can't what exactly does that mean sorry like uh, you know you know the uh, graphics uh, when it comes to like graphics when uh, when it comes to like designing simple graphics and stuff in Illustrator yeah in just, Adobe Illustrator yeah, like logos and logos stuff. and stuff and just icons and like stuff like for posters and yeah I was okay. I was doing like I think for a year, that whole that previous year, I was just getting that type of work. But they would and just tell you exactly what to design. Yeah, and I'll just draw like twenty or thirty of these icons, and I just got so sick of it. Yeah, I just got so sick of it because I just felt like I wasn't like applying myself properly. But this was like your creative outlet. It was like go nuts. Yeah, this is my this is my creative outlet. So this was a hobby to my my. I don't know. Some people see art as a hobby, but then mm. art was sort of my job. Yeah. So and then then this ended up like becoming a hobby of mine and i remember just like 
like 24 7 just learning and making stuff like even making um fake gucci flip-flops oh that's <laughs> like, so pretty because gucci is like you know, yeah the gucci gang is but great. i but i, I like I, I changed the name because i wasn't sure how they'd, they'd, they'll take it yeah and i, I remember i remember like <laughs> I just I just kept making like I remember making Greek Roman columns. Yeah, yeah. So I was like experimenting with like buildings and stuff because I was like, oh, you know, Greek Roman columns. I'm gonna take a selfie with them behind yeah, me because yeah. I thought it was sick. Yeah. And I just kept making stuff like that. And I remember I didn't realize there was there was a limit because some of my stuff got rejected. Oh, um, there's I, a submission process. There, there is, yeah. They have like these full conditions, and wow. I think I made this sword. I made it. I made a massive sword <laughs> from an anime I seen. Yeah. And you can literally. Which anime is it? Uh, Berserk. Oh, I don't know that one. Probably like a lot of the guys are probably definitely know Berserk, <laughs> but um, so but it's sword. like a it, it's a massive sword. Like it's huge, and like you can literally hold it. You can literally hold with it and hand. just like you can swing not it you know, with, with your finger. You can just swing it, but like there was no yeah. blood or anything. It was yeah. just like harmless. Yeah. And it got rejected. And I was so cut because mm. I spent so much time on it. Because you have to say PG, right? Yeah, you gotta stay PG, and they're like, "Oh, this could harm people." And then, then I made one where I made a shisha, you know, the the Arabian shisha. Yeah, yeah, I made yeah. a shisha because I had friends that <laughs> are like, like, "That would be so popular here." Yeah, it would. That's what I thought, and then yeah, they they, and they it, rejected did it. Did it come from like also from your background being Lebanese? I don't, I don't, just, I don't smoke it myself, yeah. but I do. Most of my friends do, and yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, they go, "Oh, it would be cool if you made it a lens." that like you know like when i'm feeling like a shisha i can yeah. like oh i feel like a shisha and there's one right in front of me yeah so i was just listening to my friends at that time but they and didn't accept it snapchat didn't accept it and i was so mm. cut about it mm. i was so cut like at that time i was like oh i'm gonna design my own app, my own <laughs> AI app. and i looked into it and i was yeah. like no i can't do yeah, this too much. this is too much i'm not gonna do this but you know what maybe in the future like, oh who knows who knows no i feel like, i feel like it's just it's just one of those things where um i was using it for one thing Mm. and that was pretty much just making lenses yeah and um yeah i don't know i just i just feel like um ar's way like it's way too big for one app it's it's way too big for one app yeah it changed like it's changed a lot of like um just look at the the way that even instagram has has ar now like yeah some some of our um lens creators are uh, making lenses for instagram as well because oh, wow. we're not exclusive to snapchat yeah, yeah. so we're just um we're so we're just in indo- we're um what's the word sort of just endorsed by snapchat because mm. they they recommend us to to all their clients right like these guys these guys are you know these are yeah, our best guys lens, yeah. and if you guys want lenses uh these are definitely the guys to see but um there are creative partners as well so they're like agencies mm. so agencies might charge a bit more for lenses to right. build them because there's more you know overhead costs and stuff yeah exactly but then there's the individual creators and you'd be surprised like i don't, I don't I, to me like agencies are amazing but the individual creators are like much so much different like so much different like some of them have no like experience in building 3d models but they're just coders mm. just like people that come from computer programming backgrounds yeah and they can you can still make lenses like that you can still make amazing lenses like that even though they don't have that design background yeah they only so have that technical side. that's the interesting thing about ar like you yeah. there's no like one way to make something there's yeah. like many ways and to you make did, it you, you didn't know anything about coding did you no I, I don't know anything about coding to this day i don't know anything about coding like when it comes to like when i do need um some support like i do ask one of the other creators and they help me out yeah but and it's pretty much back and forth if they do need 3d models done um i do support them if they do need 2d illustrations done i do try to yeah like sort of just battle with each other sort Mm -hmm. of like back and forth with each other 
So which which filters went viral? The the halo the halo one. The halo one went viral. The um the same. How scout. many? At the time, at the time, it wasn't much. Yeah. It wasn't much because I was I wasn't really following. I I wasn't really interviews and stuff. I didn't really what care a, about yeah, it. Yeah. What about now though? Now it has about three four hundred thousand. Yeah. We which one about, was the one that had nearly a, like over a million? I think that was one of the skulls I showed you. So it was oh, like yeah. a Halloween one or something. I think it was yeah. I think it was a skull one I showed you. Um, there was this recent one that I did for for the cave. There was a at the creative cave. Um, there was an exhibit here that I made a lens specifically for the cave, mm. and it was so I liked the lens so much that I rehashed it for the um, for like just public use. Yeah, and that ended up getting like one point five million um, wow. views, and like it, it was shared about oh, how much times it was shared. It was shared about like thirty thousand times or something That's on Snapchat. Insane. So there was stuff like that. Um, and then Snapchat wanted to rehash that one I made for like a because uh, now they have lens challenges and stuff mm. where they want people to like sort of Make. use the lens and just like sort of challenge each other but it just didn't work out the like it just wasn't yeah wasn't the right fit for yeah, the yeah, yeah. for the challenge that's, um, that's incredible yeah like it, it's it's random it's so random because I didn't expect to be in AR like if you asked me five years ago I'll be like yeah I'll be an illustrator mm. I'll just be an illustrator. And I didn't expect to be in this space because I didn't know it existed like five years ago. Like right. If you told me that Snapchat filters were AR, I wouldn't have like... I didn't think of it that way either. Yeah, I just thought of I it I was as, like, oh, they're just filters. They're just but filters. then when you think about it, yeah, it is augmented reality. Yeah. You move with it, it it's as if it's in your space. Yeah, because that's the thing. A lot of people don't realize how much AR they use. Yeah. Like a lot of things we use are AR. Our you know, weather apps, even the... Our weather apps too. Yeah, like if, uh, sorry, the uh, Snapchat. You know when you when you see the weather on the um, on the on the Snapchat app and stuff. Oh right, right. Like stuff yeah, like yeah. that. It's just it's just like we use so much AR that we just don't realize anymore. Mm. Um, even when girls take selfies, they don't realize that a lot of their yeah. selfies is just like um, it's not your real face. It's not your real face. <laughs> it's, it's like an AR. It's like a pretty it's, prettier version of yeah. You. It's like there's literally like with like with the with the lenses, you can literally like. Just, Got clear skin, whiter teeth, mm. brighter eyes, but, and yeah. then it, it can do so much to change yeah. a person's appearance, and and that's what's interesting about it. It's mm. so interesting, but it's so big as well that you can't just like just like um, limit it to like one app like Snapchat. Do you, what do you think our future is in terms of AR? Uh, it's it's, I think like our future is AR. Yeah. I think AR VR and all that stuff is still like it's in, it's in its infancy. Yeah. Right now. I, agree. Um, I feel like in Australia it's still like way behind. Um, we haven't caught on. We haven't caught on to like what the Americans are doing. I feel like the Americans are more accepting of AR. Right. Um, Australians, just the um, I'm talking from like the perspective of the Australian, like an average Australian, like mm-hmm. they're just not used to AR being in their face. When yeah. the Americans, I'm, like you'd be surprised, a lot of the creators that that are, like I know the ones from the other Snapchat guys. They're always attending events that mm-hmm. have a lot of AR because the industry is already mature. It's and matured there, and, and it's it. it's just people is like so much more open to it. Yeah. But then uh, Sydney and like I'm I'm just talking for, like about Sydney. Do you know Sydney. what? You could be this, the the Australian guy. Like you uh, could be I, the I, one to bring I, and I could, this I could. Industry. I I feel like that could happen, but um, yeah. but I don't want to be like that guy that's just like that's like pretending he's an expert when yeah, there could be okay. some guys behind the scenes already doing something True. so I just want to like like respectfully just yeah, 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 
just be in the space as well yeah, yeah. and like if i do have like if there is an opportunity i do want to step up but i don't want to be like like just that guy that's like oh that's yeah yeah, yeah i'm going to change this yeah okay. i don't want to be that guy yeah. so you never know that's very yeah. humble of you yeah have you seen the movie ready player one I haven't seen that movie. I should see oh, that movie. I loved I, I've, it. I've been wanting to watch that movie for like the past year, and I just haven't got yeah, around to it. Yeah, I loved it because I was like a massive, I was a massive gamer in like high school. Yeah, what did you play? <laughs> like Maple Story. Oh, really? Like, yeah, things like that. But it's like very childish. Yeah. And I was like obsessed with gaming, and Ready Player One was just like wow. Every gamer's dream. Yeah. To be in the world of your yeah. game and just be whatever just you want vr vr seems like so fun like mm. yeah i feel i feel like vr is like we, have, we haven't caught on to vr as well or oh, they're, they're still working on it so like maybe in another 20 years when it's like it's, it's our, just, our kids yeah our kids have you know they, they might have like a better like i'm not even thinking i'm thinking about myself <laughs> yeah i'm thinking about myself like i don't care about the kids i wish i could be around to like see something like ready player one happen I think it, it could possibly happen. Yeah. Like I've seen so many TV shows where it do, they deal with like VR, and a lot of animes deal with va- like uh, AI and VR now. Yeah, yeah. It's like so like it's sort of like um, what's the word? I love that you watch anime. Yeah, it's like a lot I of, really fuck with people who also watch anime. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Like a lot of my inspiration comes from anime. Yeah, I saw the re- uh, the One Punch Man one. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. oh, that's my shit. That's my shit. But could you? Were you considering adding like a punch? I, at the time, I didn't know how to animate. Oh right. I didn't know how to, how to animate. I only recently just like started learning oh, how cool. to animate. So it's like, like I'm still in the process of learning, yeah, yeah, yeah. but at the same time, like yeah, I just want to keep growing. I don't want to stagnate yeah. in this space because I feel like once you stagnate, you miss so much. That also is a sign that you're loving your craft because yeah. you're not yeah. wanting to just do the same thing. Plus, it's like, because people don't realize that Snapchat released a extension, a browser extension, uh, where you can use the Snapchat lenses and filters on your webcam. Oh. So like through Skype, yeah, yeah, through yeah. like uh, Google Hangouts, like yeah. if you're speaking to someone, because that, that is big, like that itself is a whole different whole different market as well um and even the you know you know twitch you don't know what twitch yeah. is yet discord discord all that stuff uh, do they use they, are they in collaboration with snapchat in terms of that because i know twitch has filters and all and they twitch uses ai as well like you can yeah. gift, gift people things and yeah you can yeah there's so much there's so mm-hmm. much i think um i think snapchat has something with twitch i'm not really sure mm-hmm. i'm not really sure but i do know the the uh the snap camera is um they worked with a lot of streamers to promote this snap camera and that's pretty much what it is it's just like a webcam that lets you use the snapchat lenses and because we didn't realize at the time but our lenses were being used because we started getting a whole different set of stats Mm. and instead of instead of it being views and shares it was playtime and stuff and our lenses were going from being used as like a 10 second snap to used for like eight hours on just more long form, yeah, yeah. form media now yeah. and it just changes a lot of things yeah. and that's what I'm sort of going towards this year because um, I feel like I feel like the uh, like the, the gaming community and stuff sort of neglected right now when it comes to mm-hmm. AR so like, true because uh, like, I, I just feel like no one else is, is looking at that space that everyone's amazing. focused on the app right now that's so true and like gamers like it is a massive industry there's so much money in there's that. so much money like when it, new DLCs and stuff, like gamers are the first ones to buy it. Skins, yeah. they literally buy skins for their yeah. characters now. Like they buy stuff that doesn't exist, you know. And I'm not looking to make quick money. 
like a lot of the uh, streamers I've reached out to, I literally told them, I'll build you lenses. You don't have to credit me. You mm. don't have to pay me. I just want to see how your community reacts to them. I just, want to, I just want to be literally in, in, the, in yeah, the chat yeah. while, you, while you're using it. I just want to see what people are saying about it. Because yeah, yeah. maybe this, like, this like, market isn't ready for it right now. Mm. So, um, that's such a good way of approaching it. Yeah. Being in it and then watching Being in, in it. Like, I, don't, I don't want to do anything fake. Like, I don't want to, like, so just, what kind of lenses do you make for these Twitch, Twitches? Now, right now, that's still like, fairly new. Because oh, okay. I've, I've sort of felt like I've done enough with the app. Mm. where I'm just like okay they've opened up this this new avenue it's like I want to experiment with that now that should yeah. be this year's thing Twitch is just a whole other world it's a whole other world that like, most people don't know about if you're not a gamer you might yeah, not you, know it, it, is, it is confusing for me because I haven't gamed in years like I, I still do I play a lot of console console games but I don't, yeah. I don't mention it in chats because yeah, yeah. um, they cop a lot of shit but, um, <laughs> what do you play? oh just random so right now I'm just playing Apex Legends and stuff I'm yeah, playing, yeah, yeah. I'm playing Apex that. is huge right now it's it like it is massive Fortnite. right now. Yeah, it is massive right now. Um, I'm not a fan of Fortnite, but um, okay. not a fan. Do you like Fortnite? Um, I'm shit at it. I me don't. too. Me too. I'm, yeah. I'm shit at it as well. I prefer games like Apex Legends. Um, but Did you play League of Legends? I used to play League of Legends. <laughs> yeah, I used to play it. Cool. Last time I played it was like two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I used to play it. Um, I do like League of Legends. This is what I like about gamers. They, they um, there's, there's like a whole, like if, when they're interested in something, they're like, like fully yeah fully into it yeah, like yeah. when it comes to the cosplaying when yeah. it comes to fan art when it comes to this there's so many it's a avenues. niche that's like got super loyal and yeah they're fans. passionate fans they're so mm. passionate and I, I just felt like with the app I, I wasn't like I didn't have much control like there's nothing wrong with the app like I, I can literally design a lens for the app and it'll be used for the Twitch as well yeah, like I'm, yeah. they're not no one's losing out on anything yeah but um you want to cater specifically want, to that yeah I want to be yeah niche. exactly and it's just so interesting to me you, did you hear about the things that's going on with the uh, YouTube no. the um, the ad thing they have this whole drama thing going now oh like adpocalypse yeah the um, apparently some ch- uh, exploiting children or something and oh right yeah I saw that yeah exploiting children but then um, what came after that was Disney pulled all their ads from, from YouTube and then yeah. Fortnite pulled all their ads from YouTube and yeah. Nestle pulled all their ads from YouTube. Because there's those seedy like ch- children videos yeah, it's that like get it's, millions of views. It's like, it's like these, these, the, the algorithm is so weird that it recommends mm. these videos mm-hmm. and then like in the comment sections there's all these seedy people just exchanging yeah. like in time stamping certain like things. Yeah, it's so... F- and like it so doesn't easy. sit well with people and it's just like YouTube's known about it since like 2017 and mm. this feels like like how 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 aren't they like on top of it but i just feel like this is this is where like twitch comes like yeah, if something does happen to youtube all those youtubers just like with vine you remember vine yeah just disappeared and all those viners jumped to another platform yeah. like instagram they all went to youtube or instagram yeah and then if something happens to youtube like i feel like twitch is the next platform and twitch isn't even just for gamers now no, it started it, off as that but now you can stream anything you can stream anything. You've yeah. got you've got um, you've got uh, cooking shows on Twitch. You've yeah. got um, people playing cards on Twitch. You've got people telling stories on Twitch. Uh, the ASMR people that yeah. have faces right up to them. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> it's so, it's so weird. I, there's like dogs eating fruit and yeah, food and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. There's just a whole this there's just a whole genre that normal people don't know about. Yeah, and it's so it's it's and it's long form. It's like Yeah, and people, it's engaged it's highly engaged audience. Yeah, exactly. And people are sitting there for like four hours watching someone do something. Mm. And it, it's normal. 
it's it's normal. It's not it's not like YouTube where you get bored of a video if it's like twenty minutes long. Yeah. You sort of like increase the speed. Yeah, yeah. It's not like that, um, which is interesting. Would you ever stream? I would stream. What would you stream? I wouldn't stream games. Yeah. I would stream uh, something to do with create like uh, create in the yeah, creative like draw, thing, or... painting and drawing because mm. I feel like because I I noticed there was barely anyone using yeah, yeah, that yeah, that yeah. sub uh, category and stuff. So I thought about it and I'm just like, I'm in the process of building this computer rig that where I can stream and make 3D stuff. The, yeah, that's the only thing that's preventing it from going mainstream is that the equipment that you need so to stream is actually pretty hardcore. Whereas yeah. YouTube, you can pick up your phone, very minimal software or hardware. Yeah. Whereas streaming, it takes a lot. Yeah. And if you want to do it, nice and fun you've got to have like a green screen and like integrate ar yeah it's, it's, it's got to be like high quality it's got to be yeah. like you can't be producing like really cheap looking stuff green yeah, stuff yeah. and people notice this stuff people notice like people are like so honest right now on the internet mm. and that's what it is you're right it's just it's just hardware right now honestly like when it comes to socials apart from america i look to china yes because live streaming culture was massive way before it was even a thing in the western yeah western world they were very very forward in terms of that and their live streaming is mainly on mobile yeah. they can just carry it around and i feel like yeah often you know with wechat and all that and social media i often look towards china that that is that is funny you say that because uh tiktok i look at tiktok yes. for example like that is pretty much snapchat like yeah, it massive. is it seems like a Snapchat for the Asian yeah, demographic yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's doing so well. Mm. Like challenges started on TikTok before they started on Snapchat. That's so true. And they have like, they're just, everyone's more like. But like the Chinese market, the numbers are just on steroids. Yeah. Like if you have 1 million followers in the Western world, it's yeah. nothing compared to China. No, exactly. And it's, it's it, you're right. It's just quality. It's, it's like the quality of followers too. Mm -hmm. And the Chinese are very like, very passionate about, about the stuff they're into. Plus, like, I've heard it so many times, like, the next big language that you should learn is probably Mandarin, uh, like, in the next 10 years. Yeah, yeah. My, like, my dad keeps saying that all the time. It, it just makes sense. It just makes sense. Like, like, there's some languages that you probably should learn because, like, for example, like, I recently had a client from, like, an, uh, he asked me for my card and I was sort of, I'm like, like, I didn't know the Chinese were, like, had a different way of, like, giving cards out yeah, yeah. so i gave him my card and he's just like he sort of bowed to me yeah they he bowed like to this. me and they i was hold like, with both their fingers both and their hands, hands and i was like wow like, okay i just super yeah it is so like it is like the, the, like it was so much like he just offered me so much respect i don't know what it was but i felt so bad because mm. i felt like the way i gave him my card was like disrespectful yeah and i was like shit like there's so much i need to learn mm. like to like adapt because i sort of want, just want to adapt to like and just be aware. Be aware. The, I don't want to be ignorant to this stuff. The business stuff. culture. Exactly, yeah. Oh, the Chinese, the way they do business is so different. I know. Like when it comes to meet, like they want to meet the man in charge. They don't want to meet the secretary. And when they do have meetings, it's like rice uh, rice wine. Do you know rice wine? Yeah. The drinking culture in the business world is crazy. Everybody gets shit-faced yeah. before they can trust you. That's the culture. It's yeah. like we have to go out and drink like crazy. Because it's disrespectful if you don't. Yeah, if you don't drink, it's disrespectful. And also because they just want to see you at your most vulnerable yeah. to see if they trust you enough to do business with you. So anyone from the Western world who goes into China to negotiate, to do 
they they drink like crazy and they're just shocked by oh my god holy shit everybody drinks like yeah. and then the alcohol is not just 50 percent it's like crazy like 60 70 percent alcohol and they're just down shots of it and bottles of it um and so that's something most westerners probably won't know about um the way that other cultures do business but yeah it's interesting that you want to learn about these cultures yeah. because i do believe yeah china is going to become it is a big, a big it's a superpower player. it is a superpower mm-hmm. right now like it it is massive. Its demographic is massive too. My dad loves China. He does? He always talks to me about China and he's like, yeah, he's been telling me for years to perfect my Chinese. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Oh my God. I think, yeah, he's onto something. He's definitely onto something. Because I, I heard it through podcasts and like through like people I really respected through these podcasts, like billionaires and stuff. Mm, like this well, billionaire was yeah. teaching his daughter who's like eight years old yeah. uh, Mandarin. Yeah. And she's like, oh, he, she's almost caught on to the language. Yeah, more people will be speaking Mandarin than yeah. English. It's crazy to think. Um, so tell me about how, so you went viral on Snapchat. How did that change your career? Um, like at first, I didn't know how, how, like how to take it. Mm. So I just thought, oh, okay, they've, they, I had a few viral ones. You know, there's viral videos going on YouTube all the time. Yeah. Nothing happens after yeah. that. Uh, but it wasn't until they like offered me to join the program, the official lens creator program. And I was like, yeah, sweet. Like I'll, I'll join. Um, then they offered a, they offered to fly us out to LA, yeah. um, for this lens fest. Yeah. I saw on your Instagram. The, yeah. The um, they, they flew us out. They paid for everything. Um, we were that there for a week awesome. and it was pretty much just meeting them and, um, meeting the, the other creators. And at the time there was about 50 or so creators right now there's about a hundred um and yeah we just met everyone and we're just like talking about the future of ar and stuff and we made lenses and we're just like exchanging ideas it was so fun it was so fun because the last time i was in la it was about five years ago i didn't like it Mm. i thought like it was so boring but then this time was like completely different it was like so much fun i mean it is the mecca of entertainment it is it is and create like creativity creativity as well um they've got so much startups and it's just way ahead of us in a lot of things um but yeah, then since then, ever since I got back, I was like, okay, the trip's over. Um, what happens now? Then I got in con- Then someone contacted me from the Sydney office in Snapchat. They invited me over. They met me, um, and then that's when I started. Uh, they started inviting, inviting me to meetings with with brands and stuff, and just talking to brands and coming on as a, as, as sort of like a consultant, mm. um, just asking me questions. I wasn't used to it at the time. <laughs> I was like, shit, what's happening? He's got like way too yeah, quick. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it just started from there. It's pretty much over the past six months. So I started lenses in April last year and then it hasn't even been a year. And, and it's, it's really skyrocketed. It's here. skyrocketed. And it's just through experience. It's just through all this experience, it's like making lenses, feedback, improving, make lenses, feedback, improving. Yeah. It's like back and forth. It's back crazy because this is all self-taught. It's all self-taught. Like you just went on YouTube and learned. Just on YouTube, I feel like everything's on YouTube now. Amazing. I feel like yeah. it is so neglected. Like when someone's Same. like, when someone's like to me, ah, oh, um, I can't afford to do a TAFE course or a uni course. So like, yeah. just check the internet before you Same. even say that. Same. Just there's so much. You got Gumroad, literally where you pay for courses, like specific courses. You got Patreon where you indish, people in the industry right now literally pay for their like just support them and they literally pump out tutorials. Mm. Um, it's all free. It's, it's all more there. free, exactly. And the community is like 
like when you go to uni and stuff i've never been to uni but i do know oh, that really? i've never been I to uni i've never been to uni never been to tape um but i was at an art studio for like six years um and it's just the community i realized uni students and everything they're so reserved no one likes to like everyone is so negative about things mm. no one likes to share ideas they feel like oh this guy's gonna steal my idea mm. um, especially in a creative field yeah and especially when everyone's an introvert and no one wants to make the first move and talk <laughs> and it's just awkward um, but with the internet it's different you got communities you literally share and it's it's all about literally it's all about learning a topic breaking it down to little parts and then just getting as much critiques as you can yeah and just improving on it next time you do it yeah that's all it is i can honestly say i learn everything from youtube yeah. from personal development to yeah. like relationships to photoshop to effort video editing everything is from youtube and i find that so awesome for our generation yeah because you don't need to go to uni to learn you, these things you don't exactly like a, a textbook from 2010 isn't going to tell me about how 2020 is going to be now yeah you know what i mean like not like it's not it's not going to prepare me for the actual That's world so and like learning about marketing in uni i can't like that is that is good but i feel like once you finish studying you always got to keep like yeah you got you got to like stay on the ball the material i learn at uni is outdated it's outdated eh? and you just feel like this doesn't really like relate right now yeah like it does like it's good to know yes but then it's like as soon as i'm done like i, I gotta like step yes. it up and i just gotta like i don't know it's just weird like i feel like with every industry it's like that yeah like you can't unless just, you want to be a doctor unless you want to be a doctor a that's the only time you'd go to uni <laughs> Um, wow, so you, I didn't know that about you, that you didn't go to uni. How no. did your parents take that? My parents... Are they traditional? They, they, they are. My parents are like, mum wanted me to be, like, be a doctor. Oh, of course. I was like, <laughs> one, yeah. yeah, but like, it wasn't like, I think she, she just gave up at one point. So I know a lot about Asian stereotype, Asian parent stereotypes, which is lawyer, doctor, engineer, something secure. Yeah. But what about the Lebanese culture? I feel like Lebanese culture is a bit different like they 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 put more emphasis emphasis on marriage rather than oh, um education cool. and career like i feel like they're like try to get married in your early 20s and then um, <laughs> it doesn't make sense it's like have kids then learn something and yeah. it just doesn't make sense you should do it the other way around because i feel like um in traditional societies you're you truly settle down when you have a family that's why they think um there's this saying in chinese it's like it means you need to establish your family first and then you establish your career so that's like okay. a very like eastern mentality it's like an old school mentality mm. isn't it whereas nowadays it's like no i need to get my career sorted before i can start a family yeah so did your parents pressure you at all they, they did pressure me i just <laughs> didn't give into it <laughs> yeah. i just didn't want to like i was like so tunnel vision what yeah, i wanted yeah. to do like at the start because when I finished high school, I didn't know what to do. So I became, I literally studied to become a personal trainer. Oh, cool. So I became a personal trainer yeah, for like two years. Yeah, you look fit as well. No, thank so. you. Like, I, that's like my main thing. It's like, very, stay very healthy. Keep yeah. away from drugs. Keep away yeah. like, from smoking. Yeah, yeah. And just like, just live a healthy life and just do so what I want to do. So you wanted to be a PT? I wanted to be a and PT. When, were you creative at all in high school? Did you draw I, I was creative. I was creative like back in primary and then high school as well. Um, but then I remember dropping my visual arts course in was high it like not cool to do that it's just like I, I remember i remember the teacher she sort of just killed like what i wanted to do like oh. she was like i was like oh, i want to I I draw something and then she was trying to get me to like make this like clay like 
something to do with like September 11. Yeah. You know, like the Greek Roman clay things and like yeah, September, yeah, like she wanted yeah. me to throw like, she, oh, you should do this. And I was like, I'm dropping this course. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to do this. I want to draw pictures. That's yeah, all yeah. I want to do. Yeah. yeah. And like, I don't want to make clay, like maybe later on, like when I'm like 60. Yeah. Like, it's so boring. Yeah. Um, but I dropped it and I remember she came up to me in the, like the, the playground. She's like, why did you drop it? You know, I thought you liked that. I, go, I do like that, but. I just, you know, I just wasn't feeling it. Mm. And if I don't feel it, I don't, I don't want to be like forced into something because I'm going to end up hating it. Mm. So I dropped it and I didn't like think about art for like three or four years. Then I became a PT. I did, uh, I was a PT for like two years. But in between that, I managed to find like an art teacher. He was mm. Malaysian. Wow. And like I realized like Asian art teachers are like one of the best in the world. Like they're always the best at what they do. And this guy used to be a... Um, he used to teach at a art college. I think it's still open in Malaysia. It's called One Art Stu- uh, One Art Art College or something. And he opened up a studio here called art, uh, One Art Studio. And he pretty much taught me from like from A to Z, oh. like everything from drawing to. So that was painting. where you were at for six years. For like six years, maybe a bit longer. What was that point when you decided you wanted to try this out? Because you were on the way to... Oh, yeah, because I, I, I remember like, I went there and I was like, oh, I'm a PT. And like he literally, the first thing he got me to do was to draw a portrait. Just like, draw this. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So I drew it. And the guy next to me, who I'm still friends with, <laughs> um, he's like, oh, he goes, well, he's like, which uni do you go to? I'm like, I didn't go to uni. Yeah. He's like, oh, did you draw that? I'm like, yeah. And like we've been mates ever since, but yeah. it was like such a bad portrait at the time. <laughs> it was so bad. He was testing me, but throughout, like I think throughout, like going to his classes and just being like just him being my mentor, I just sort of realized, oh, you can make this a career, mm. and just kept growing since then. Like I, I didn't I, when I was younger, I didn't know that you like a creative can get paid yeah. for being a creative. Yeah. Now you can. Yeah. Uh, back then it wasn't like. It wasn't something that they threw like um you know in the uh they didn't offer you that in year 12 when you're graduating they didn't yeah. say oh you can make money as an illustrator yeah. make money as a designer and it just wasn't there and i just started hating uh the the, the fitness industry mm. i just felt like it was so fake and mm. to this day i still think it's so fake what do you what's so fake about it i just feel like it's just a lot of a lot of the things that people say i feel like a lot of the things that people do and stuff isn't for the best interest of the other people. Yeah, exactly. So they'll be like promoting these supplements, which mm. aren't good for you. Half these supplements aren't good for you. They're full of chemicals and stuff. Yeah, and you yeah. have these people that think that this supplement is, is, like, the, is like the magic ticket to what they yeah, want. Yeah. Um, I just felt like that was so fake. Like, it's I knew, definitely not the most transparent industry nah, in terms of like showing people yeah. what they think they can achieve versus yeah. what they really realistically can. For example, you know, influencers who are actually on steroids yeah. tell people, oh, just follow my program and you'll look like me. Exactly, but, exactly. Like, I'll have more respect for you if you told people you want steroids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then told them, like, just, just be real with people. It, it's not real if you're, like, on all these, like, you're jabbing every day just yeah. to lose weight. And then, like, this poor guy that's following you is following, like, like loves you to death and he's just not it's not working out for him um yeah i just just didn't like that i didn't like that at the time i was like 20 i just hated it plus i wasn't really a salesman back then (laughs) i was like i was like quiet i was reserved and i was like oh i was like i want want a career change Mm. so i ended up doing as well i ended up doing security as well to um 
for like a few years. <laughs> I did that for a few years while I was still going to yeah, those. Yeah, you look like a security guard. I know. <laughs> you look a little bit intimidating at first. Oh, yeah, so but I get that a lot. <laughs> but, but then you're actually super nice. Yeah, but um, yeah, I did that for a few years. And um, yeah, and I sort of just like, as I started getting more work, I started just easing off completely. Mm. And I try to do that more full-time now. Mm. Try to do illustration stuff more full-time. When before, like five years ago, it was it was a bit harder to do. Yeah, yeah. it's so incredible, yeah. like your story. Um, and, oh yeah, how do your parents take it? Oh. Like, do they know what you're doing right now? They, do they, I don't know. Do I, they I, understand what Snapchat is? I feel like is? it's so hard to explain it to my parents. But you can literally show them. I can show them and like, I, I, I remember making like a UFO and just like, and just like, <laughs> oh, I saw those ones. Yeah. I showed it to my dad and he's like, is that a UFO? He's like, yeah. yeah. He goes, did that pass by here? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. And he's like, shut up. You made it. Eh? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah. oh, like, he doesn't really care. <laughs> he doesn't really care. But, but yeah, it's so hard to explain to my parents. But so what happened to them wanting to you to be a doctor? They just, I just gave up. You were just kind of. You stood your ground and said... I stood my ground. I just didn't do... I was... I, I, like, my brother is... In, in, uh, he's a scaffolder. Oh. My in scaffolding. And I'm the only creative in my family. Yeah. And I feel like in my whole... Even my cousins and stuff, I'm the only one that just did what he wanted to do. Right. While everyone else is just... Um, you know, just... Following, know. like, either Following, a really yeah. secure path or... Yeah, like... Just a, what they've been told. Exactly. Because I feel like what I did was very risky. Mm. Like, very risky. Like, if I was born into maybe like an Asian family or an Indian family, I think maybe I would probably would have been disowned. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just felt like like society expects a lot from um, like Asians, but they don't ex- uh, like expect a lot from Arabs. Mm. And that's what like I sort what, of What do you mean by that? Can you expand that? Like, when it, like society expects a lot from Asians, but not from Arabs. Yeah, what, um, what do you mean? Like, for example, because... Um, in the news, we're always like, when it comes to like the media, we're always doing something bad. Yeah, yeah. We're always doing something very bad. And, yeah. and I feel like there are good, like, there are good, like, people that are actually doing work. Of course. Work, but I feel like they don't get the recognition they need. Yeah, yeah. So, which sucks. Like, a lot of times I meet people and they're like, oh, you don't look like. Yeah, yeah. Like, they say to me, you don't look like a designer. Exactly. You don't look at, you look like something else. I'm like, shit. Like, you've been conditioned to think that. But, but what I find really beautiful is that you're doing this and you're literally making change. Yeah. Whether or not you're intentionally trying to make change, but literally by you doing this, doing your own thing, chasing your passions, your cousins or anyone in your family or um, people who, even this podcast, people will get to know another yeah. side of your culture. And it's so true that the media doesn't give a fair enough perspective of yeah. your people. Now, I don't blame them because I feel like we have we have a lot of idiots out there. No, but every culture but does. Every culture does. But um, yeah. But at the, at the same time, it's it's. I don't want to like. We don't have to be the best. Just be better. Mm. Just be better. And like when I see someone doing something stupid, and I'm just like, oh, it's like an endless cycle. Yeah, it's like yeah. the same thing that I see. Like even younger guys. Like I used to do some dumb shit when I was younger too, and um. It's just like, I just want people, like, I just, especially like Arabs growing up, just consider different paths mm. instead of going towards like stupid paths that yeah. won't get you anywhere half the time. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, uh, you're, you can be an, literally an example with that. Yeah. 
I, I want. I, I don't want. And Snapchat wanna... is a young audience. You can reach out to the young audience. Yeah, you can, but I, I don't want to be like the guy that's like the role model. Yeah, I know what you like, mean. Like you know, know like it's it's sort of like pretentious. Yeah. But I do want to be like. Just do what you do. Exactly. And people I will see. Exactly. I don't want to yeah, expect yeah. nothing from it. Yeah. But at the same time, I do want to help people. Yeah. Like, I do want to help people. Like it doesn't matter if like they're Arabs or they can be anything. I just want to like be a proper example. That's really cool because when I first heard you say say that, I didn't really understand what that meant. Yeah. And you're right in that there's all these stereotypes, but we're so much more than them. Yeah. Like, you know, Asians are seen as you know, do- doctors yeah. and you can be, you're smart and your book's smart, but you're, but Asian guys especially are seen as like, oh, they're like socially not quite there or they're not as attractive. Yeah. And yeah, to an extent, the media plays uh, somewhat of a part, but it's up to us to change it and to be an example, not... Yeah. You don't have to be intentionally preaching, yeah, but it, just by doing what you love. Yeah, because um, people are more deeper than you know than the stereotypes they think they mm. they are, and um, yeah, it's just it's just yeah, it's like so a complicated topic. You went away from the fitness world, but I know that you still do martial arts. You do yeah. Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Yeah. Yeah, like tell me about that. How did you start? How oh, that started as a as a hobby too. Yeah, literally yeah. as a hobby, maybe three years ago. Um, three years ago, I started. Um, I found a YouTube video that I liked, yeah. and uh, back to YouTube. Back to the YouTube. Source of all. Exactly, <laughs> but uh, it wasn't something that I could learn just through online. Yeah, that's so true. I, 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 <laughs> Wait, like get your brother and like come back to Yeah, <laughs> my dad. Come <just laughs> but um, yeah, I ended up going to like a, finding a class, uh, a gym in Bankstown called Gracie Humeda Bankstown, and um, nice just like. Nicest crowd, nicest people. When you'd expect worse from Bankstown, yeah. you'd be like, "Oh, this is Bankstown." Like, yeah. there must be like a, th- a few like different types of heads here. <laughs> but um, ended up being like the best people. The coach, the coaches are really nice, and I learned so much from them. And it's ever since then I've just stuck with it. Um, like I disappeared throughout because I got injured here and oh. there, but I wasn't getting injured at jiu-jitsu. I was getting injured at home. Oh, uh, like I was, I was falling out. Like I'm so clumsy. Oh. I got like falling, falling over. I swear to God, yeah, like I yeah. fell over in my room and I got a blood clot in my oh my, in my, um, my calf. I disappeared from jujitsu for like four months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like stuff like that. What uh, do you love so much about it? What made you? I don't. Know, I, I just feel it? like it's so challenging to the point where because there's only so much that I can do right now with art and stuff mm. that you see growth, but it's like so small. Yeah. But then, like when you're so bad at something, it, it's always interesting. Mm. it's always interesting when you're very bad like you're not good at something and there's always someone better than you at it and I just found that like it's it's so addictive it's like a video game if I've you, been meaning to give it a go yeah you definitely should I feel like it's catered towards everyone mm. um, males females it doesn't matter what kind of body shape you have yeah um, it is catered towards everyone I feel like it's getting more popular yeah it's yeah. getting more like every, everyone's catching on to it now so apart from like the physical stuff, does it teach you anything in terms of like mentally and life and? Yeah, it does. I feel like it, I feel like it does. Even on the mats, like I swear, I remember reading a quote. It's like the most wisdom you can find in the world is on jujitsu mats. Really? And it's pretty much I didn't realize, but there's pe- the people that do it are lawyers, doctors, um, architects, artists, and like a whole bunch of different people that just come together because of this sport. Um, which is which is good, which is really yeah. like it's different. Like I'm yeah. never gonna meet these people outside yeah. of this, but this brings us together, and like it's so therapeutic as well. Just like taking your your stress and just like 
taking your stress, doing something you're not good at and just sitting on the mats after it, just having a casual convo with someone. Mm. And it's so good. And just meeting all these people. And the, the good thing about it is it's humbling. Okay. It's not like gym, for example. You see a lot right. of bodybuilders. That's interesting. Ego. And we get yeah. a lot of those guys that come into yeah. our gyms and they don't and, last. And aesthetics is a huge part of training. Yeah, it's all exactly aesthetics, looking good, but not actually uh, feeling good, having so many problems on the inside. Um, that's gym that's steroids all these, it's so unhealthy I know so many people want steroids um, have so many problems with their body yeah, so many problems with so many side effects so many right? side effects it's just not worth it right. and they get injured they get injured I don't know they, they tear a bicep or something then they disappear for three months and they've lost everything in that three months yeah it's like was that really worth it mm. so what do you mean by it's humbling it's humbling there's something about like um sort of there's something like weird about just spazzing out and just like trying to use strength on a guy that's trained yeah. for years yeah and just like like uh, brute strength brute strength and literally i've been choked by like every <laughs> everyone i've been choked by like asians probably like <laughs> 50 kilo asians that are yeah, like yeah. like so it's really not about size it's, it's not about, about size it's how to channel that yeah it's all technique and it's all it's all oh, the stuff wow. like that and like size doesn't really mean shit. So something you were saying something about um, wrestling with someone and using brute strength and not being able to yeah it's do like anything about it. like your ego is telling you I am better than this guy mm. I am stronger than this guy I'm bigger than this guy yeah. and then the result is completely different so you sort of just got to sit there and be like yeah shit I gotta mm. I gotta rethink things that's not mm. the, that's not how the world works anymore yeah because it's not it's also not about getting stronger yeah. Um, it's getting smarter it's just mm-hmm. getting smarter and it's it's picking your battles and making so better decisions and and that's pretty much what it is and i feel so like with jiu-jitsu it does help you with that like it does help you um just work on your ego everyone has an ego yeah everyone has an ego yeah. it's just hard to control it sometimes yeah yeah so that's so interesting i didn't even know that i was gonna just try it out for like self-defense and stuff but hearing that i think there's so much more yeah to just what i can physically get is there anything else that you would like to chat about um probably the only thing i would probably say is like if there are like if your audience is younger um probably don't consider like probably don't consider the first their first decision when it comes to like uni or anything to be their final mm. sort of just have a gap year maybe have a gap year as soon as you finish school have maybe two years because you can always study you yeah. can always study just sort of take that time to just discover what you actually want to do that's such good advice yeah and don't don't listen to the past so much for example parents respectfully like respectfully, yeah. just respectfully just like decline everything they say don't do it in a way where they disown you (laughs) but like you still gotta have somewhere to sleep um but yeah just like be open-minded to everything try everything try like if you're good at sewing so if you're good at like painting paint if you're good at um sports pursue it like it's just try everything and just be and just find that community and when it comes to like gatekeepers you know what a gatekeeper is it's um it's not about finding it's not about having a hundred thousand followers at the end of the day it's finding Mm. that right person Mm, it's finding the the right right people that know the right people you know what i mean and that's pretty much what it's all about just gatekeepers just identify all these gatekeepers and just try to throw yourself in the middle of them and that's pretty much what it is and 
I feel like once it starts, it's just hard to stop. Yeah, just yeah. like how your thing went yeah. viral. Yeah, it, it just, it just, you just, you have you, you know what the law of attraction is? Um, have you read the book? No, I haven't. It's, read it's the a very, book, it's a very cheesy I book. I, I don't like the book I, so much, I but I. But is it like about like manifesting? It's about manifesting and stuff. I'm, I'm not really into that stuff, but I found it so interesting that because I've always known that this is going to happen in my head. I've always known like this is going to happen. Yeah, this is like. What do you mean this is going to happen? Like I, I, I've always known like I've, like I'm, I'm going to get like to, to places where no one else is going to get to. Like yeah, yeah. that sounds so pretentious, but no, no, no. Um, but you have that. Uh, Michael was saying the same thing yesterday as well. He's, yeah something along the lines of that like yeah. he knows that he's going to do something yeah because I'm, I'm like I'm like when I first started 10 years ago doing all this stuff like art I just knew like oh in 10 years I'm going to be in this spot I'm not, not going to know exactly what I'm going to be doing but I'm going to mm-hmm. be in a better spot mm-hmm. that's pretty much what that's how you got to look at it because once you put that in your head just put like a goal saying oh in 10 years I'm going to be like so good you just naturally go towards that yeah. goal there's something about putting it out there in the world yeah. and putting it out in the universe. Yeah. Yeah, I do believe in like Yeah, it's exactly. It's all energy. It's yeah. all energy and yeah. stuff. And like if you put out negative stuff to the universe, you're going to get a whole bunch of negative shit happening to you. Um, but as well, learn to um, observe a lot of things. Learn, learn to observe like other artists and just sort of get out of your own head. You don't know everything all the time and just sort of learn how to yeah just be inspired by other people and just not by people in your in your industry as well like if you're an artist you know try to read more books and just be inspired be inspired by authors be inspired by poets be inspired by a whole bunch of people um a book that i that changed my life is uh this book called uh still like an artist by austin cleon and it teaches you how to steal from other people but not in a way where it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. you're like plagiarizing you're, yeah, yeah. you're learning to like learn you, you try yeah. to like you've got like five artworks there and you just try to ask yourself questions or how can i adapt yeah because as humans that's just how we learn the first stage of learning is in, through imitation yeah but the greatest form of art is not di- a direct copy but you take that yeah, fa- as a foundation and then you iterate exactly exactly and just inspiration yeah. just learning how to be inspired by other people and just once you learn how to be inspired, just everything comes together. Just everything, everything comes together. Yeah. Do you ever deal with like jealousy or like competitiveness among the industry or? People I, I try. I try not to in Australia, not so much. Mm. I feel like it's so hard to find other creatives in Australia because everyone's in their own box. Um, I mean, coming to Creative Cave was the first time I met anybody else in my area that's doing something creative. Yes. I don't even meet anyone like that in uni because I I study business and we're all kind of going the same path, going to go to a big corporate doing the nine to five. But coming, just knowing and meeting Paulina and Simon coming here is how I got access to you guys and Michael and so many creative people. It's gatekeepers, as I said. It's all gatekeepers at the end of the day. And yeah, it's just, and yeah, and just surround yourself with other creatives. Environment is so important. Yeah. It's, you know, if you feel like you can't get work done at home, go to a library. Go somewhere where you're away from everyone. So and that's pretty much what it is. And this is why this place is so good. Because mm. just, you just keep going. Keep meeting new people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. That's right. awesome, man. Um, that's some really good advice. And I think just from your story, there, I learned a lot. 
um, and you're in such an exciting space. I'm really excited for you. No, thank you. See like what you're gonna do. Thank you. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm like excited too. Yeah, but. you're like pioneering and being the first, like the first in this space. Um, so where can I find you and your work? My work, I've got a website. It's pretty much just my name, um, abbasajad.com. That's A-B-B-A-S-S-H-A-A-D.com. Or on Instagram, A-B. Where Snapchat, man? Oh, shit. <laughs> That's um, like the first one. Um, Snapchat, A-B-Z-S-A-J-A-D. Instagram, A-B-S-S-A-J-A-D. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's like being Arab. <laughs> my name's already taken. Like. So thank you so much. No worries. Thanks no problem. Thanks for having me.